All right, listeners, we have some exciting news to share. Once again, the entire Deeply Graphic Design team will be partnering with the Adobe Max Creative Conference this October 15th through the 17th in Los Angeles, California. Designers from all over the world come to Adobe Max to up-level their work, their process, and the creative journey. Max is the perfect blend of information and inspiration, practical knowledge, and creative magic. Not only will we be there for live interviews and episodes, but the Adobe team has also arranged a special discount for all of our DGDC listeners. Use the code DGDC to receive your discounted rate and stay tuned for more information on future episodes. We can't wait to meet you guys at Adobe Max. You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Mikhail Morrison in Seattle. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. Paul. All right, back together again. And sorry, everybody, for the kind of wonky schedule this summer. It's been a little, normally it's every two weeks, but I feel like it's been three weeks in between and week, maybe week and a half. Another three weeks <laughs> so, we're, anyway, we're trying. we promise to, uh, to rein it in and get more on a school schedule here with you guys. So, um, But anyway, we want to thank everybody for those five star reviews on iTunes. We love seeing those. Um, we love it when you tell a friend. And again, if you want to get access to all the back episodes that are no longer included in the iTunes feed, you can get them. All you got to do is pay with a tweet. And to do that, you're going to go to thedeependdesign.com slash classics. You know, we call them classics, but really what we like to say is they're the fundamental episodes mm-hmm. that you need to, to get started in this kind of thing. The design so principles. We're going deep now, but <laughs> you need to go back to where it all began. So, um, yeah, so today we've got a, a cool guest coming up in a few minutes, uh, one that I personally learned from last year at Adobe Max. So we're going to get to him in a minute. But uh, first, let's get a, give a little love over to, to Skillshare. How about that? Skillshare... <laughs> is an amazing way to learn anything you want to learn about your business. Business, freelancing, design, illustration, anything that you don't feel quite confident about, Skillshare's got you covered. Um, They're an online learning platform with over 20,000 classes in design, photography, marketing, technology, design, and more, you guys, and more. So you can take classes and all these things, uh, granular, like, how to learn a specific thing in Illustrator, or you know something bigger like how to design a logo. So basically, uh, pulled up here to to kind of coincide with what we're talking about today. We've got a class called Adobe XD from beginner to expert. So that's like a seven hour course where you'll you'll go through the whole thing start to finish. And then we've got another one called Character Illustration from concept to final artwork. Perfect. Two hours. So they've really got everything covered. Uh, I can't recommend them enough. I use it all the time. So let's go ahead and join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. You can get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents, guys. That's right. Skillshare is offering our listeners two months of unlimited access to those over 20,000 classes for well under a dollar. 
one cent under a dollar to be exact. <laughs> to sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash graphic. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash graphic to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash graphic. All right. Um, on with the show, Perfect. guys. So, yeah, Nick, do you want to sure. introduce our, yeah. our guest here? We have with us today in, in kind of prep for our big uh, Adobe Max fun time coming up in October. Uh, from Adobe, our good friend Paul Tranny. Paul, welcome. Hello, it's good to be here. Hi, oh, Paul. thank you so much. Thank <laughs> See you. That? you. You even get an applause, and it's like an audience right here. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pre-recorded. So for, just yeah. <laughs> it's just a sound effect. We should have but that. For anyone that who cool. was not, yeah, right. Anyone who was not at Adobe Max last year, um, there's just a bunch of classes you can learn stuff, and Paul is the one who taught me how to use Adobe XD. So um, it was a great class and he brings a lot of pizzazz to it. Yeah. So, and he also interviewed uh, Kumail Nanjiani from Silicon Valley at the sneaks. Yeah. Um, and Paul, who is it this year? How can you possibly top Kumail Nanjiani? Yeah. Who, yeah, who do we have this year? More famous now. I, I, I know. <laughs> Kumail was really awesome. Uh, so this year, I think we always find the person that's just like really hot in the moment right now. And I think this woman's really hot right now. Tiffany Haddish, comedian. You might know yes, her from Girls damn. Trip. She was the very first uh, do black woman to host Saturday Night Live. And yeah, yeah. she's been blowing up all over the place. So. Super. Man, what a that what true? a firecracker that she's going to be with you, man. She's going to she's yeah. going to eat me alive. I, I know it. She's going to eat me. I don't yeah. know what that means, but she's going to she's going to really blow <laughs> blow the audience out of the way. She's high energy, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. So, yeah, yeah, that matters. I would really love for it. Sure. I would love it, Paul, if you would bring a grapefruit on stage to have no. her sign it. If you've seen the script, <laughs> I do. About. I'm just going to drop it there. <laughs> That's nice. things not to do if you want to keep her corporate job. <laughs> She's super hot, <laughs> too. But... <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, I think a lot of our listeners were there last year, too, and also know the sneaks and what that is. And that's a fun thing coming up that you get to host, which is a, a highlight of the show. But, you know, did the, some of the other listeners that uh, aren't familiar, tell us a little bit about just your role at Adobe. Yeah. Uh, my role in general. At Adobe? Yeah. 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 Okay. Because uh, you have the best title in the world. I think. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it's so <laughs> made up, uh, but uh, it's senior creative cloud <laughs> evangelist or senior worldwide creative cloud evangelist. We do less worldwide these days. It kind of just depends on the region that we're focusing on. Uh, but my title as evangelist is basically to show off all the, all the fun things that all of us creatives and designers want essentially. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of, I get the fun job of doing that. It's kind of, I wake up, I wake up every day and I, I don't think it's real, you know? Yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm Milton, you know, like maybe like I was maybe fired a while ago, but I keep doing my job and the checks keep coming <laughs> or something. As long as the key but card works. Right? As long as the checks keep coming because I, I keep working. I keep working. I keep doing my thing. So it is. That's, that's it great, is man. And also, too, like uh, a great thing he hosts as well is the Behance Live and the Adobe Live sessions, which are great. And they're such good learning episodes for people to watch and uh, so you can see Paul there as well. There's tons. You must have like over a year and a half or so of like logged mm -hmm. stuff for that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do that plenty. So a lot of times the live streams is all about like focusing on, uh, you know, putting the spotlight on you designers, such as you, Nick, because you were one of our cool. guests. Thank you so much. Yeah. Fantastic having you. Blast. We really, really enjoyed having you, man, for sure. 
uh, multiple times. This is why we keep inviting you back. So sorry, <laughs> man. You should have done so well the first time. But uh, yeah, so that's Hopefully. what we do. So we just, you know, because again, everybody has something to share. Everybody has a story to tell. And we just like put the spotlight sure. on them and sure. have them tackle oh, it. But it's, and we'll talk a little bit about like specifically Behance because I think it's one of those things later, you know, to, all of us are connected in some way mm-hmm. uh, to the Adobe world. And, and there's so many great things we're going to go over to, to, to use and take full advantage of this creative cloud that everybody buys, you uh-huh. know, and, and it's our, it's our workhorse, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, the, the topic varies from week to week. Obviously we're on behance.net forward slash live and even it, behance in general is full of, full of amazing artwork and artists that you get inspired by and you get, you feel a little depressed. Sometimes you're like, you guys are so good. I'm so, <laughs> yep. de- but the idea is like, <laughs> Oh, you get to see all this stuff. Like how do they actually do this work? And that's why we have these live events. You can actually tune in and check out to see people create live. So I think it's kind of super fun. That's killer. That's killer. So with uh, Max coming up, and I know there's not a lot you can really give away until that that fun event of sneaks. But like, you know, what what's the theme? What's what mm-hmm. are you looking forward to before we get into some stuff with Creative Cloud uh, about you know yeah. um, Max that we can all look forward to as well. Yeah. Oh, uh, it, it is going to be super fun. You can go to uh, you know Adobe, just Google Adobe Max. You can see, uh, of course, all the the amazing the speakers that we have, which are t- like super varied as well as photographers. You know, we have uh, a comic book artist. We have like so many people coming. So it's just going to – I look at this. So I've been getting all this information kind of a little bit at a time, you know. So I I know what's coming next for Photoshop and Illustrator and some of the new things that might be coming out. I couldn't imagine what it's like to be in the audience and just drink from this fire hose, if you will (laughs) – of, of just stuff, <laughs> you're gonna your head's gonna explode. You're gonna you're gonna be a, a little bit in a daze. <laughs> That's what happens, though. I I'm I'm pretty much I'm serious. I am sitting there and I'm impressed and I know the stuff is coming and I'm amazed yeah. at what comes. And then you turn around and, and uh, you know, yeah, it's it's just awesome. The training sessions. I know Wes, we did XD together, but those usually like sell out super fast. Uh, but is a good like crash course. Like, what is Adobe XD? It's a great way to just kind of dive into it like head first for at least an hour and a half. See if it's if it's going to be a good fit for you or whatever. Yeah. So I think you you nailed it. That's exactly what it was. It's like this wall of just info and like news and upcoming stuff. And, you know, uh, we did a great recap by all the people we talked to last year. And it was so neat that everyone was really I think for a lot of people, it's their first big event that they go to. That's a creative conference. And Mm -hmm. for us, too, we were just like blown away with just the community and talking to people and like, what did you learn? What did you love? And um yeah, yeah, it's a good we're looking forward to it, man. Should be should be a blast. And just yeah. And just the innovation from the sneaks. I mean, we were all just blown away by what's up and coming mm-hmm. in the in the industry. You know, it's just it's all like solving problems that designers live with every single day. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, why about time we have this yeah, exactly <laughs> right right yeah exactly so, and some of that so, stuff is like you didn't even know that that was a problem that you had <laughs> and we just solved yeah. we just solved a problem you didn't know you had yeah so or you didn't know it's a problem that had a solution yeah, maybe that's like it. yeah sometimes you just think oh this is just something i'm gonna have to live with it's they're never gonna crack this code yeah. but you know, oh okay here yeah. we go. or like taking 18 steps and shrinking it down to like one like, like, oh, okay, yeah. there's a new workflow here that I'm going to use every day. Like, that's fantastic. And I think, gosh, I, right. I've never, uh, 
I, I think in, in certain ways, when you look at Illustrator or Photoshop or what your powerhouse app is, you learn something new every day as just a user, but like to come back and have like 20 things that I literally was like, I have to try. Like that was the coolest part. And hopefully, you know, we'll get into some fun stuff, you know, in our conversation here with you. But the, the cool thing we wanted to take advantage of having you on with our, our audience specifically is, you know, how are we using Creative Cloud? What efficiencies we can do and what, what, what shortcuts and things we can we use as users um, to use full advantage of what's there, including the mobile side and every other part. You know, I mean, like it's quite a network you guys have built that we get to use. Um, let's get right into it. Like what, what are you finding the powerhouse apps like Illustrator and Photoshop and it's the best advantages and maybe some cheats and things that users are, might, may, might not like know right off the bat or things that you find as a so close to it mm-hmm. would be really great for our listeners to know and, and take advantage of. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And it's going to, it's going to vary per person. Um, of course. There, yeah. The, I, I think what we run into what's, what's hard. And I know like Wes and I'm, I know you, Nick, you've been working in illustrator and Photoshop for a very long time and you get set in your ways. So it's hard to yeah. break people so out true. of like totally. doing things that same way all the time. I, I can think of even in yeah. Photoshop today, for instance, uh, like selecting things, right? What do you typically want to select? You typically want to select the subject of the photo. And did you know, and I'm literally opening it up now, you can go to select in Photoshop, go to select down to subject, and it will select the subject of the photo, which is amazing. See? Didn't even know that. Wow. And yeah. that, that, that we add, that's been in there for maybe like six months. And to, the, to this point, to my point, like this is where I do a horrible job because I'm not, I'm not doing my job if you don't know about this. But <laughs> this is so cool. And I don't I – st- I could talk about uh, – anyway, so it's super cool. Well, what's handy is those little um, call-outs of notifications pop up in the Photoshop interface to inform you. Yeah. They're almost act as though they're did you know. Yeah. Did you know? Yeah. Like, like Clippy, but yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> And visual, yeah, little clip. <laughs> like make it yeah. in, in context and then visual. Cause that's, if you go through totally. the learn panel, like it just shows yeah. you, here's how you do this. And, and that's all I need, especially when it comes to new yeah. apps. Like we have, you know, Adobe dimension CC, which allows you to sort of do a, do a, a 3d rendering, if you will, of this, you know, this coffee package that you made and you want to put that label on that, like all those uh, 3D terms are foreign to designers, but the hints that we give you there are like super cool. You know, it, it almost UV... talks your language in a way because it's like it knows you might not not know the terminology there. You know, um, yeah. One thing I noticed too when I'm like on Photoshop, and I'll still like you said, you're so set in your ways, and you go to applications yep. based on what you're really familiar with and i'll start laying something over a square in perspective and it knows exactly i'm trying to make a packaging mock-up so the little adobe dimension thing pops up and it's like maybe you should try it over here yeah <laughs> it's only, it's only, uh-huh. one, it's only yeah. one step away <laughs> that, that is i know a, but and it is unfortunate because nice. you're on you're on most likely a deadline you don't you don't feel you have the time to go investigating and we're, we're, I know we're totally not alone in that regard. Yeah. And you just kind yeah. of um, quick glance, put it aside, mo- you know, move on with what you're familiar with because it's, 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 it's an adjustment, yeah. And what I think when those little pop-ups happen or you learn that one little thing, like try to, if you could kind of like force yourself to do it like three times 
you'll do it once and then you'll yeah. forget, but it's like, get it into prep. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of make it more of a, of a practice and it, and it will change. Like I know, I feel like I know when you learn Photoshop by how you use it and illustrator to oh, a certain yeah. degree, you know, like how you select things and there's no, no shade at all, but, uh, you know, it's like, Oh, everyone's different. Yeah. It's like, I could ask you right now, like in Photoshop, when you have your your move tool, do you have auto select turned on? Some people might not even know about that feature, by the way. So it just allows you to just like you. you are, I don't know, Nick. Do you select things according to their layer? You select the layer and then move the object. Is that what you guys? Yeah, do? I you guys tell me as a as quite a novice, and I'm still like I'm a powerhouse on Illustrator and like novice on Photoshop. But yeah, exactly. I I tend to try to. When I look at other people's files that I get and they're very lay- layer intensive, I've been do- using that as my way of being able to select things much quicker because I'm not taking advantage, I think, of a lot of the things that are yeah you're mentioning and there's, that could help make it streamline it 10 times better. Yeah, and there's typically there's no – like I would love to be the person that says this is the way you should do it, but there is – I don't really think there there's a, a right way. That's such a contextual question depends on what yeah. you're doing. Like you're saying, you have a lot of a lot of layers, a lot of complexity, some things you can't see, you're going to use your layers panel. But did you know that you could also hold down like I'm trying to give you guys like little tips, but with the yeah, move cool. tool in Photoshop, if you want to turn on the auto select, you can just hold down the command key and then click on what the item is in, in your photo and it will select it. So there's yes, instead of I've going to the layers do panel. That. Okay. Yeah, so That's this perfect. it's just a combination of things that uh you end up doing. But again, I, I look at Photoshop and sort of selection capabilities is where I start for, cause that's what people have a lot of, you know, um, difficulty with. And we're always working on that. And yeah. I know it's coming at max. I know some things, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but it's going to be pretty is cool there, in terms of selection. It, it, that's what we call it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry, but like <laughs> even with video and I don't know, it's just amazing kind of, you know, making things easy that you can do. Just don't tell your boss about it. Cause they don't need to know yeah. how fast or, or you your are. client that you're charging. Hey, <laughs> I got bills. That way you can take an extra hour lunch. Yeah, not, yeah. No one has to. Because you know, probably so. spent that extra hour learning about it, so it's got to come from yeah. somewhere. Are, yeah. are there any other things in either Photoshop or Illustrator before we get to the next one that you uh-huh. find surprising that people don't like? Because you get to see a lot of people using the application. Yeah. Oh man, I you know, and and you guys are pro. You you guys are like power users, but I know people that still don't really know a lot about like use it, smart objects in Photoshop. And so just mm-hmm. that I would yeah. I would have a, a list of things. That's check that box. Do you know about smart objects? Are you using clipping masks in Photoshop too? Like that's another yeah. thing. Um and yeah, those are probably the two the two big ones. And if you're Biggest using areas. 3D, yeah. If you're using 3D in Photoshop, well, again, that's when you'd get the little pop-up of dimension. Hey, did you try? Yeah. Should you and uh, and then in uh-huh. and then in uh, you know Illustrator. Oh man, huh, what do we now, say? I'm always surprised when people don't know like pathfinders and and some other stuff in there that are like so crucial to building. Yeah. And mm. offset paths and things like that. You know, it's true. Like, yeah, offsetting. Yeah, exactly. Offset paths. And Pathfinder, people should know of Pathfinder. I will say what helps out a lot in Illustrator is the properties panel because oh, that yeah. is also contextual. Yeah. So if you do have two objects selected, 
it it gives you the alignment tools and the pathfinder options within the properties panel so it serves up the most important things to you based on like what you have selected that's because right. we like, all you guys know properties at all that's it's really interesting and i think it goes back to what you said earlier about being so used to using you want your control panel or your all your panels to be set up the way you're used to and everyone i remember i think either you or michael that looked at my screen and was like why aren't you using properties and i'm like i'm trying it's just <laughs> such a, it's such a, it's just such a big switch over you're afraid that, like you're losing all your control but you're gaining window space yeah. even on, especially when you're on like a, uh, on your laptop or something yeah it's great exactly and i i will say people uh should be using the appearance panel like more. I know a lot of people yeah. don't know you can p- apply multiple strokes to a shape using yeah. the appearance mm. panel. Mm. That changed my life when I learned about all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? Yeah. Isn't that something? Because Well, I think I learned yeah. it when I, I got a file from someone and I'm like, how did they build this square with like multiple <laughs> lines on it? I'm like, this is impossible. And it was all in appearance. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and I found some tutorial video, and there was. Right. And I, I, think a, I think a fun challenge would be, well, this is what I want to do as an illustrator. Give me one line. That's what I want to do is, like, what can you do with one line using the appearance panel, multiple strokes and fills oh, and wow. effects? And just see what you can create, but it has to be just, like, one solid line. One thing. I have an Instagram. So when you go to, when you go to wireframe, it's just a yeah, line. Yeah, exactly. So that I, would be Case amazing. in point, I guess selfish promo, but – uh, on my Instagram, P P T R A N I, I did that. So it's like you swipe to see how many lines it's made of, and it's made of one. But Damn, I okay, try cool. to blow people's minds. But nice. oh, I, <laughs> I don't know. I try. I'm impressed. Nobody else cares. Nobody well, outside the design community is like, "What are you talking about?" No, no that's you're, you're talking to that community right now. So trust me, they get it. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. You're amongst friends here. So let's talk quickly about, um, you know, using the the Creative Cloud libraries between apps. I know this is something that people do that I do not do. Um, yeah, yeah. So why why should I be doing oh, this and how can yeah, I do well, it? Yeah, well, I think what it so, – so basically it allows you to, like, sort of store everything that you want, colors, uh, character styles, graphics, 3D, all sorts of things just in a, in a, in a library. So you can make as many libraries as you want. And I kind of use that now because everybody probably has on their desktop a full an image library of assets. And I'm just going yeah. to my desktop less, knowing that it's all within CC libraries and always with me, you know, on my desktop and even on my mobile device. So it's it's awfully nice. And it updates. So if I am using that logo or I made that logo, I'd make it an Illustrator, drag it to libraries. It becomes a graphic. I drop it in Photoshop. It's now... And it's now part of that package design, you know, and maybe that becomes the, a package library graphic. And then I go into Dimension and I drop that package graphic on the actual 3D package. And I could always go back to Illustrator, change that logo, and it's going to, like, change everywhere, which is nice. And, it, and it's almost like cool. building assets. Like, what, what, where I found has been great is you build a, a library per client, especially if you're a freelancer and you've got multiple clients. And then that way it's... It's mm-hmm. um, exclusive to all the assets you're going to use for that brand, yeah. Um, which is fantastic. But and I love what you you mentioned. We'll talk about mobile too. But the nice part is it's it's anything you do on mobile, it's there in your library on desktop as well. Um, yeah. And you guys showed me a really interesting thing too because I don't I don't collaborate with many other designers, but now I can because of I think library shows how mm-hmm. you guys were saying you shared a library, right? And then like now I can share it with you, Wes. 
Mm-hmm. And if you're working on maybe the website and I'm working on promotional materials for it, all of them, everything's there. And now multiple people take advantage of a synced library, you know, Yeah, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, it's amazing. And you can control like nice. permissions for that too. So it will create a web link mm-hmm. and sort of the product manager can just look at the colors and the different graphics that you're using. Um, so you can just can control p- permissions for that, which is kind of kind of sweet. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you nice. do you guys use libraries I, at all? I, I'm curious. Do you guys use libraries? I I, I I'm yeah. really bad at that's one of those things that has just never really caught on for me. But it yeah. sounds like I definitely should be using them. One thing they've I think they've done that's really great is if you have anything selected on any artboard and drag it to the library's window, it instantly turns to like a plus like ad. And so Mm. let's say you have a bunch of stuff in a clipping path and it's all, and that's squared to a size and you want to apply that in something in Photoshop or dimension. When you slide it, it added, it goes to the library automatically and is named and everything. So like now you go to a Photoshop and look in your library's thing. And that last thing you have is there draggable to that screen. So it's not like you're doing a save as finding a folder for it naming it you know what's the format right. what's the fi- yeah. it's so it, crazy it automates all that for you yeah and it's um, yeah, but i it's hard i have such low self-esteem <laughs> like i like doing it the hard way that's all i deserve oh, I wes wes you know it's mo- it's more it's a little bit more of a challenge in sketch with the symbols it acts in that fashion so that okay. you can just pull it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah Nice. And I can definitely see this coming in really handy within XD, Good. like pulling in graphics from, sure. a, you know, oh, edit, an, edit a photo in Photoshop and then pull it right in. For sure. So, love it. Yeah. Love it. And it is, it is in XD, of course. So, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just, it's just crazy how these apps have shifted so much just by, just with respect to user experience with all yeah. this dragging now, mm-hmm. it's just a ton mm-hmm. of dragging because the resources are there. Mm-hmm. Between so, applications, between applications. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and, and by the way, like I travel a lot, like when I have things in libraries, they're on my desktop. You could actually find it on your desktop. Um, yeah. it, it doesn't prohibit you from, oh, it from syncs anything. to all your devices. Yeah. It'll get synced. And then obviously once you connect back to Wi-Fi, you know, it will update it or update. whatever, but okay. it doesn't, okay. cause that was a big issue with like, Oh, this is in the cloud. Oh, I don't have access to the cloud. Uh, like <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. everything's going to work yeah. just fine. And I can go on and on about how I've used. Have you found it takes a little bit of future. time to sync when you're traveling to your, to um, your machine that you travel with? It's uh well, there's two sides to that. So yeah, yes, it depends on file size, just like anything else. Obviously. Like uh, Dropbox sure. would. Yeah. And secondarily, yeah. like if I'm if I'm working on mobile and I created a design and then I sync it to the creative a creative cloud library, uh, I I that could take ten minutes. I'm not usually working on my iPad in front of my desktop. So it's okay that it takes a yeah. minute for it to sync, but that's all okay. dependent on the yeah. network. But I know when I'm working like you, Nick, if you're just if you're a solo West, like a solo designer, you just you know drag it in there and then it's in Photoshop and then it's in after effects and then it's like everywhere. So yeah, but you're right. The travel, even if you're traveling and it's just you, you know, they're accessible, Mm -hmm. which is great. Sometimes I'm always like, Oh damn, did I put it in Dropbox? Cause if I'm away from the office, I might not be able to access it. But like you said, Wes, it, it is a hard transfer. Like I'm so used to the other ways, but 
the more and more you try this, man, it, then it becomes your norm. And, yeah. And it's working really great. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So, yes, now we get to talk about XD and that user interface and user experience altogether. So, how would you say that it's improving the process flow altogether for users? Yeah. For XD in particular, like. For XD. Yeah. 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 So, man, gosh, I don't know, man. All I know is internally. That's a fat question. Yeah. I yeah. just think. <laughs> more, more general, how is it? it it's, I see it being used so much. It's amazing. And kit, and students are using it. A I get lot. their updates all the time. Yeah. And it's, it's mm -hmm. applicable. It's great. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, to answer your question, like, we're, we are, we have such of a focus on it. There's, I don't see how that team keeps up because we're always hiring, <laughs> like, we're always, always hiring, like, XD developers and product managers and all sure. sorts of things. So it's like, oh, I'm sure it's just crazy how fast that moves. And I, I'd hate for to me to say any, I don't know, it doesn't move in way too fast. They got to slow down. <laughs> um, well that's a good sign though right it's used it's being utilized super heavy heavily now yeah um that in i think so too yeah it's uh and it's still it's still there's a couple areas that like you know we would like to have some micro interactions like everything mm -hmm. that you think it needs don't worry it's we're so close to you're gonna have that like, <laughs> what do you mean month. by um micro yeah. what do you mean by like, micro interaction you know say if you're like kind of designing an app and maybe you want uh the lower part to be like a swipeable area or something of photos okay. that's kind of like a more okay. like a micro interaction and okay got it yeah so like how do you how do you build that out trust me that's coming like Yes, Inter <laughs> there's there's already internal builds of it. Can I just say that there's already internal builds of it? It's a matter of like testing that and then getting it out to the world, uh, you know. But it's you know, that's just well, so cool. It's just know. so robust. I don't think everybody was prepared. Yeah. for how robust. Yeah, and the thing is, is like more how many users? How many users? Probably too. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah, we want we want all the users. But I think for how powerful it is, I think we're doing a good job of not overwhelming the interface. Because if you open up XD compared to, say, Illustrator, honestly, XD is like, this looks this looks light. It doesn't – what does it have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's so unassuming. You don't need – that's, that's UI UX in general. Like, yeah. It has, mm -hmm. to, it has to look comforting. Yeah. Like – You uh, know? It does. Or not intimidating. And yeah. we've learned a lot over the past, like, tw 30 years. Like, you don't need four pen tools, one to add a point, to subtract a point, to <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you need one pen tool that does it all, and it's all contextual is how it all works. You Interesting. Know? So, anyways. Yeah. And, I and I'll say to any anyone who's, like, kind of on the fence about using XD, like, I know a lot of people are still using Photoshop, and then I went to Sketch for a while, now I'm on XD. Um, it, it's so easy to use. I was really, every time I would jump to a new program, I'd be like, mm -hmm. uh, here we go again. Yeah. yeah. Got to learn this new thing. But, um, just taking that hour, what was it? An hour and a half class, mm -hmm. Paul. Um, I couldn't believe that I walked away from, from that class being like, yeah, I, I pretty much know how to use XD now. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't say I was an expert at the end of that and probably still not, but, 
you um, learn. Yeah, it just taught me a lot, and it's very easy to learn in a very short amount and of time. And, like, so. let's face it, like, this is the best time to get involved with something like XD because, again, it's, like, I don't even know what version it is. I don't know. But it, it, it's, like, so <laughs> – it, it's still manageable. Like, imagine once, you know, Illustrator first got released. You learned it, and then they added tools and mm-hmm. added tools. That's what's going to happen with XDs. You're going to have more and more controls over time. I don't know what it's going to look like in five years. It's going to be crazy, but now is the best time because yeah. it's super easily accessible. And, you know, and for those of you who don't know, it's like XD lets you design and then also like prototype as well. You could do something simple. You could take a PSD. And this is one thing we don't do a good job of. Like you can open up a PSD in XD and all the layers come in and everything. Like people don't know this, mm. and we could have we could have put in a menu item. We could have said file open PSD, it, purely mm-hmm. as a marketing thing, just so people are aware of. <laughs> yeah, it. sure. It would clutter up the interface. Don't do that. Just have it open a PSD, and then what I'd advise people to do is like from there you can sort of make multiple screens, or you could you know, and you could sort of prototype out that PSD. So do nothing in XD. Purely use it to maybe prototype or purely use it just to share that PSD. So you publish out that link to that PSD and you could add comments to specific areas and just use it as sort of like your review process as opposed to oh, wow, yeah. PDF. It's a great idea. You know, what really kicked yeah, it into gear for me in spot. was yeah. collaborating with other creatives and retrieving these XD files and like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to get on this horse. Yeah. This, yeah. If, if these people that I admire so much and have been co- collaborating with for this many years have been utilizing the program and are handing it off to other designers like this, that's yeah. an indicator. And that, that brings <laughs> yeah. up an interesting point is like, how, how can you have multiple people work on like on one file? And think about even not only that, that's one thing. There's some bare minimum things that we still, honestly, we need to do, like micro interactions. Sure, I could use that. There's ways to do it today, but we can make it much more efficient. But what, what happens to the designer of tomorrow? Honestly, we're even, uh, maybe there's no, inter- think about a world of tomorrow where there is no interface. The, the world of the Alexas and series of the world is, mm-hmm. is wild. Maybe it's a little scary. But how can you – you are still the designer of that product. You're always a designer, yeah. and sometimes you use visuals. And trust me, uh, XD has something coming in that vein too. So nice. awesome. anyways, we're awesome. thinking about all things. We don't think all solutions have to have a fancy GUI interface or whatever. Doesn't yeah. It? Sometimes doesn't mean it. We just want to be like design leaders. You know, my favorite yeah. – some of yeah. my favorite apps are just like noti- – give me notifications. Just give me news yep. notification. Give me the yeah. score of the game, and then maybe I'll click into the app if I want to. Make it brief. That's so cool. I don't got a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, anyway. before before we get to the next one, what is maybe if you have something unique like for the person who hasn't used XD yet? Do, is there any um, particular thing? And maybe we can get a link from you later. But uh, maybe video or tutorial that you guys have done that would be a great intro for some oh, of our listeners good, to that's a good to thought. like to try it out. Yeah, and we can we can post the link. But if you have anything particular in particular, that'd be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can just email yeah. it to me, and I'll just include it in the show <laughs> notes. Oh, there's falls yeah. under the gun. There's so many like so many thoughts rushing through my head. By the way, I, thought, I figured that. That's why I, I was like, I, we can just give us something later, mm-hmm. and we'll add it to okay. our notes. You, you mentioned yeah. skill. You mentioned Skillshare, which is a great resource. I do stuff for Lynda.com, otherwise known as LinkedIn Learning. So I have courses there. Awesome. 
I will say that even if you just open XD, there's a starter file. Sometimes you just want to tinker around with something. Just open up and then just say there's a little begin tutorial, and it's just an XD project with you know these little pointers, and you can just you can make a mess. Go ahead and make a mess in there. You know, learn by doing. That's killer. All right. I wish it was like a. I wish it was just like a caricature of you, Paul, like as Clippy yeah. within XD. <laughs> I'd be so annoying. You can go on. It's like you're designing an more. Go on animated builder and uh, make, no. you've made your own uh, guy, haven't you? I have made my own guy, <laughs> yeah. and I that would be horrible because the more excited I get, the higher my voice gets. I would be. I would be so annoying. I don't want me in an interface. Well, it's good for a cartoon character. That is. That is. By the way, you, you're gonna. It, Oh, so no, I just like you mentioned animated. I was going to go off on a tangent, but we have character. We have character <laughs> animator. I think kind of back to the question of oh yeah, I can give you points like tips and tricks for using the apps that you're using. I want to expose you to new new apps to you know because totally. your job as a graphic designer isn't doing print. It was print, and then kind of the web came about. And now you're doing print and web, and you know from there you might be asked to do app. Gra- who knows what. Um, so expose people to like, you know, Adobe dimension, for instance, for packaging and also like character animator. That's more just for like fun, but I've had a good time. If you create a a character in illustrator, yes, you do have to name your layers, but once you name this, (laughs) once you name this, uh, you know, layer left eye, name this one, right eye, you open it up in character animator and it gets your, uh, voice facial and And your your facial facial recognition. recognition, Yeah. Facial, actually, technically, your facial what? recognition and your character will animate, and that's so. Wes, you could do a digital West for like your videos and stuff. Yeah, a little cartoon character. I mean, I don't know if the world can handle <laughs> it, but I'll, I'll take it under advice. Yeah, now. all three of you should. And there's template files. You could jump in there and just edit those template files, and then it's you know it's, it's an animated. You, West. I saw you posted stuff on that, and I know the guy Dave uh, Warner that uh, yep. is behind it. Dave Warner, yeah, and. I met him at Max uh, last year, and man, it's the funnest little application to play around with. And yeah. um, and just who, like you said, we're being asked of so many different things that are maybe beyond our what we feel was our core as designers. And chances are, there's always some way to find out how to do it and look at and, a new app like that. So I'm and, glad, and glad the, you brought that the, up. The, the thing is, is like our our job as designers is to really capture eyeballs. Like we want eyeballs on things because that means like exposure. That's what we're trying to do, right? All the time. And it might mean creating mm-hmm. an animated character or approaching something like in a different way that you maybe didn't expect. I will say yeah. some exciting things. Again, coming at Max, there's some, we talked about sneaks, but for those of you who don't know sneaks, it's basically we sneak new technology and some of that, like, sort of, we try to get that to come to fruition if it if if people are interested. So we get their feedback at Max. And some of that stuff that we've shown last year is going to be, like, given to the audience this year, which is really fun. Nice. Wow. So there. can't really wow. say much more, but super cool that's stuff. En- that's enough. That's <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool, Matt. Well, let's get into a, a cool little section that I think maybe some people use, some people don't. But up in your controller... Uh, your Adobe Creative Controller thing, you've got a lot of cool stuff like stock, type kit, you know, mm-hmm. assets. Obviously, Behance is in there now too, which is cool. Um, I find it interesting that some people aren't using that or, or are new to like even particularly type kit or the free stuff that we have that's in mm-hmm. there as users. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about what you're seeing. Yeah. Surprisingly, no one's using. Certainly, Nick. Like you said, it's, it's your Creative Cloud desktop app. It's a little Creative Cloud icon. 
I would say go to assets and then go down to market. And there are free assets that you could use right in here. So just do a search for, you know, t-shirt or if you need something yeah. for placement or whatever. But those are some, if it's something basic that you need, like you need a home icon, go in there, type in home like I'm doing now. And here's a ton of, here's, you know, 50 different houses that I could use as home buttons. What? Okay. Yeah. This is, that's the kind of thing that <laughs> yeah. like, I know. My blows my mind. That I'm I know. Like, Cause how many it times removes... do I go to like, Shutterstock yep. to look for the yep. same icon we have I've downloaded it. a million times because yeah. and yeah. I don't and Love but it. then you do that and you realize why didn't I just create that house <laughs> right totally you, like why did I spend so much time finding this I could have just also made it but by the way like so you find home and then yeah. you just, you click that little add to your CC library and then it's there so anyways that's so a hidden so thing I know Wes that's a game changer yeah I I utilizing the sources that you trust and getting online and doing a search I mean it's it's yeah. kind of out old school now a little bit it really I, I feel like my mom's still writing checks at the grocery store like, <laughs> let's get so I want to do that get into the group and you're still using you know freepick.com get on this yeah. <laughs> freepick oh god yeah, I, 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 I love that this is available and it, and it not only do you download it, but yeah. then it goes in your library, mm -hmm. which is even more synced. So, you know, like what totally. I, and type kit that that's mm -hmm. blowing my mind. Yeah. It's on there. So like, like, the, yeah. Oh my gosh. Nick loves to rave about the type. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, yeah, you being like a true graphic designer. Yeah. Because, and again, we keep adding to it. I think we added 600 plus monos monospaced uh fonts to type kit just we just keep adding things to it i don't know it's yeah. just kind of wild and and again it's a case where you know you don't you uh, you'll never see my desktop when i work because i'm syncing clouds through type kit it's not a zip i have to download and and unzip and then with a virus and then install but yeah, totally you know just like <laughs> assets and then placeholder items if you want to use adobe stock you know, you could you could literally drop in a placeholder sunset image, work on it in Photoshop all you want, and then you can decide to buy it. Once the client signs off on it, you could just right click and say purchase. Amazing. You know, so and otherwise it carries all your nice. edits, right? Yeah, it will. And provided if you're going in there and you're trying to remove that watermark, yeah, that it's huge. not gonna that's gonna yeah. be a problem. You know, but yes. That's amazing. You do the changes. And one of the Whoa. One of the coolest things I saw was the type kit added. You guys like kind of researched all the old Bauhaus fonts yeah. and brought them in to type kit. And hmm. again, like just little, little features like that. It's getting me to check on it almost every day to see like, Hey, we're paying yeah. for this. It's there, you know? Right. And yeah. And we just do, we do the, we have the fault of not letting people know about all these things. Cause maybe there's too much. You kind of almost just have to uh, focus on your segment and, True, but yeah, there's a there seems to be a lot happening. Cool, cool. All right. Okay. I use TypeKit on my own site. If can I ask a really quick question to get like an abbreviated yeah. answer? Because um, <laughs> I know there's probably a lot that goes into it, and I know people are probably wondering what in what's involved with using TypeKit on say your client's website. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's involved with that? Oh, that is a good question. Um, and what you're talking about is so there's kind of two sides to TypeKit. Uh, you're talking about your type kit as web fonts. Uh, it's licensed right. to you and you made that. I don't think you can give it to them afterward because that's just like giving oh, okay. them an image. Um, okay. 
So technically, you're still the owner of it, and you the idea is, yeah, you you're going to use it on your client's website. I think in the end of the day, the who, the creator of that artwork or font just wants to know that they're getting paid the amount they're supposed to be mm-hmm. getting paid, wherever that's coming from, you know. But that's kind of the goal. You're supposed to use it for those projects. You could use them in print projects because the other type is just to mm-hmm. download that desktop usage fonts. And you can use that in a print piece and have it printed out. Technically, when you go to print out something, you're sending it to a service bureau. The package, the, the font is being packaged up. So it just works like normal. And there are no mm. issues as long as you're not passing that stuff around to everybody. Because technically, it's on yeah. your desktop somewhere. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Cool. Gotcha. Okay. And you cool. still, so it's, it's I, I think upon the thing to... is, like, it's still assigned to you. So, like, it, like even five years down the line, it still might be counted as one of your uh web kit sort of assets so just keep that in mind that that has to be kind of like okay you know maintained but that goes okay. for pretty much anything nice extra revenue stream rent out the font that's for other, right clients. <laughs> <laughs> yes. that's how you get uh-huh. in trouble all right so let's switch gears a little bit and talk about you know the adobe mobile apps and how we can use capture and scan mm our advantage because yeah that, that sounds so cool to me. i'm glad we're covering this yes and it's honestly it's really fun i encourage everybody to download just adobe capture uh back in the totally. day like a couple years ago we used to have lots of different apps we rolled them all into one and says this is now adobe capture and it's also going to be one of those apps that like gets updated a lot so we can capture colors which everybody's like oh that's super cool and it is but you can now of course capture a pattern you can capture like a font, if you see a font type, on a yeah. type out there, you could just point it to it. It will recognize the font, and it will serve up whatever mm. typekit font that closely matches that and kind of gives you a oh, list. That's great. And that's, again, new Unreal. new stuff. And by the way, like if you ever do a sketch and then you need to vectorize it so you could do capture for that, but there's like a smoothing option. So I feel like everything I draw comes out so much better better <laughs> when i use capture than when i add, yeah. i'm like no okay. way am i that sure. good because le- let's face it like nick if you're ever outlining something in illustrator if you outline a photo it's a mess it can be really yeah. messy it's mm. not like that it's so much better using capture i think oh i i i in fact just last night was showing my students and about two of them said they knew it and the rest of them didn't and we download i showed them on my phone one of them had drawn this really cool like landscape of a mountain thing and she wanted that as part of the like the raw art of it. And we used Capture. And they, mm-hmm. they're blown away because, one, it's the quality is fantastic. Yeah. It goes right into – again, it goes right into – you say send to app. And next thing you know, a new window on your desktop pops up with mm-hmm. the vectorized version of what you just drew. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. – and then you do – you could do brushes. You could do – I, I saw yeah. the type thing brushes. last night. And I, I hadn't even known that was added. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I, I will. Surfaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's super fun, and you could you could just take a capture of something, and that's a texture that goes in Dimension, or a LUT that goes in a 3D program, or in 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 uh, like Premiere. Uh, I will say, obviously, yeah. when you're capturing something, just make sure it's make sure you can. Yeah. So there's like legal issues just because you can capture Copyright. it doesn't, doesn't don't make sure it's yeah. yours. You know, it, like there. you better be careful, Nick. I know. <laughs> I, I know. Nick students tell I get emails from Nick students saying they see him at Joanne's Fabrics taking photos of the of the prints a lot. Exactly, so. I'm making my own seamless patterns. Be right, smart. <laughs> good for you. No, and and real quick, scan was one that I think you guys launched last year, but it will make anything you scan a completely editable PDF. With yes, recognized with text recognition. Yes, crazy. Yeah, exactly. That is really awesome, and. 
I just learned about, I, I actually don't know if this is an internal or external <laughs> thing, so I'm going to get my sources Uh-oh. mixed up. But you you could scan something and it will recognize it as a business card. So it will turn that into an actual contact for you. So that's Unreal. what you can do for business cards, which is kind of cool. I might have to try that. Without one. having to have a QR code on it. That's yeah. pretty sweet. <laughs> Get death to the QR code. <laughs> yeah. Good old awesome. QR codes. All right. We got one last thing for you, Mick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so now that we're just kind of wrapping up, and you've been doing this the entire show. It's been so great, yeah. Paul. You've been con- contributing, you know, surprisingly cool, cool stuff mm-hmm. for our listeners to know, not to mention ourselves um, <laughs> and the, the areas to look forward to. But do you have anything just kind of in closing that you want to share that is totally awesome for our listeners to know? Something coming that's really cool to look forward to that is okay to disclose to yeah i mean I'll, I'll probably just be a little a little vague and say that like you know there's going to be some cool things around mobile and like sort of like photoshopping things on like in a, in a way that you can on on desktop uh i wow. honestly every every cool. single area i think of we have something new coming so it's going to be a problem and i'm just thinking of max it's going to be a it's going to be a problem of like people just like not they're going to want to go in five different areas and i just encourage people to like don't don't worry about what you create just like create whatever you want it's going to suck initially because you're going to see a cool demo of you know kyle t webster (laughs) using some sweet brushes on a mobile device and you're going to want to do that just create stuff and i think that's the best way to learn because today it's going to suck and then it's only going to get better. So yeah, don't be intimidated. Yeah, to try that's, it. that's that's a really cool. huge thing. I think we have some cool things, even like editing video, uh, you know, from mobile to desktop and stuff. So because I mean, you know, okay. looking at those arrows, we know the, you know, videos being you know such a popular thing on all social media, just the impressions that you get from it. Yeah, I don't know. Too many things are flooding into my head right now. But there's going to be a lot. That's cool. Sounds yeah, that's like a cool. lot coming like for mobile in every single area. But we're not treating mobile like it's going to replace your desktop because i think we're all realistic it's probably not going to replace my desktop but it's going to allow me to work in a coffee shop on a on an ipad if i want to does that make sense do you guys agree with me yeah it does it does you already planted that seed i think last year that that it seemed like that's where it was truly going but in companionship obviously yeah it's not going to replace yeah. You know, because you're going to, Nick, you're working the hardest when you're at your, when you're sitting at your desk and you have this big screen real estate and you have your way calm and this yeah. and that. So yeah. anyways, too many things. And of course, a lot of cool stuff for XD, which is just Excellent. freaking, That's so cool. man, I'm like Sweet. riding on a train. Everything's going really fast with XD. <laughs> now we can't, yeah. we yeah. can't wait. And we'll, we'll have to like uh, catch up with you when we're there after sneaks and maybe that record, would be great. record a few little moments with you. Uh, You're going to be a little bit busy, but yeah, Uh, and bring uh, Tiffany and bring Tiffany along. You know, she's more than welcome on the podcast. Actually, that's all we want. I know. I I get to talk to her. I think I'm talking to her today. We're using you to get to Tiffany. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If 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 you can't handle it, we'll 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 bring her on board. Oh man, she's going to destroy me. So, Paul, are you going to be teaching another kind of updated class on XD that I can look forward to? Uh, uh, so I'm not doing XD this year. We have plenty of people covering that. I think, honestly, I've just bit off more than I can chew in the past. And they're like, Paul, you need I, to calm yeah. down. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing... Oh, good. You're going to be yeah. stepping back like, to enjoy it a little bit. A little bit. Differently. And plus, Sneaks takes up a lot of time. So like half my time is in that 
is in that event space. And then I'm doing some pro illustrator tips. Nick, I there think we've talked oh, about cool. that. So I think that'll be really fun. Yeah. And it's so it's like sold out. It's probably one of the top three like fastest selling. I don't know what the deal is, but it should be pretty good. Now I just got to, I guess I should prepare for it is all. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you got, yeah. You got, a, you got about 30 days according to uh, your last a month. week. Yeah. No, that'll be good. You'll be fine. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Cool, Paul. Well, um, it was so great having you. Do you, do you have time to stick around for the listener question or you got to no, run? I got time. Okay, Perfect. cool. So before we get to our listener question, Let's talk a little fresh books. We love fresh books, don't we, guys? We love do. them. Yeah. Best friend. Fresh books is amazing. Uh, you know, if, if you haven't gotten on with fresh books yet, I don't know what to tell you because we've been talking them up for so long. And what else is there to say? Plenty more to say because I use them all the time. Basically, you're a designer, you're a small business owner design design business the last thing you want to do is send out these invoices it's not creative it's not fun it's not what you got into this business to do so fresh books is going to take that load right off your back and they're going to do it for you and they can you can send out really branded personalized invoices with your brand colors that just look much more professional than sending out a paypal invoice <laughs> uh, makes you look like a business and that's what you want you want to look like you're in this for the long haul so um and they've got so many cool features like, you know, just the projects feature, which basically lets you share files and messages with your clients, contractors and employees if you have them. Uh, so see how quickly things can happen when all your conversations are in one place and multi-currency invoicing. So sometimes you have a client who's in another country. This just kind of takes care of that conversion rate for you. Uh, my personal favorite, automated late payment reminders. Nice. Uh, you never want to be the... The, the, the debt collector for your business because that just leads to ill will between you and your clients. So basically, they will send, the, send it out uh, so it's not you typing up that email. And in most cases, you're not even going to need it because most invoices are paid within one business day when using FreshBooks. That is a statistic that they have clocked and I will back it up <laughs> in my experience. So And they got great support too. We know that. Really so good. to claim your 30-day... Sorry? Really good support. Oh, yeah. Mikkel loves that. <laughs> so to claim your 30-day unrestricted free trial, go to freshbooks.com slash deeplygraphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about us section. Once again, 30 days unrestricted free trial, freshbooks.com slash deeplygraphic and then enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about us section. All right. On with the question, our favorite part of the show usually. Um, this one comes from Leanna, and Leanna says, I work as a social media specialist in Oklahoma, where my dad lives. Uh, she didn't say that I did. But I, also have my, but I also have my own freelance design business on the side. I primarily get a lot of logo requests. What are some of the professional ways you display and present your initial mock-ups and final products to your clients? I want to continue to build a professional relationship I have with my clients, but I'm looking for a more professional way to send my clients my work outside of a PDF via email. Um, I've got some thoughts. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. This is something yeah. we're doing all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah. I'd love to. West, but outside it. of a PDF, outside of a PDF, I mean, that's the main way I share too. I just have some ideas for just general mock-ups to whip up to further yeah. the project yeah. and to really enhance it. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. you guys go. I mean, I see there's nothing inherently wrong with the PDF. I would say this is one thing I've gotten away from is emailing uh, presentations. You'd never want to do that because you want to be able to kind of walk them through it and you want to be able to hear what they're saying about you. You want to get those reactions in real time. Controlling the show Um, a little bit better. Yeah. Right. Oh, and and if it's like dead silence, (laughs) you know, (laughs) okay, this isn't. And then you can kind of tailor your presentation a bit. Um, And the one thing I would say, and this feels like a little bit of a cheat, um, but I think we've talked about it on the show before. I definitely like to show logos in context. Yeah. I think that just makes them go down. It's like that sugar that makes them go down a little totally. easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it, there, it's controversial because some people may say, you know, a great logo should just stand on its own. And I agree with that. Um, but sometimes it's best just to let it be seen in the real world a little bit. Yeah. So, And there's a million of those um, free or paid, you know, like Graphic Burger. Has well, the a smart, yeah, the smart object packs. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I like to do that just because it, it's a little bit of extra, like, like ooh, kind of I know. thing for the clients. So it, does, it's, it does. But do you supply, a, do you supply crutch, the but... just vectorized artwork in black and white, for example, as one? Do, do you share that as a piece what, of the project in addition to those yeah. mock-up applications? What, what I usually do. Yeah, what I usually do is I'll if it, let's say there's three concepts, mm-hmm. I'll, it'll be like a three-page PDF where it basically I um, split the page, um, you know, horizontal horizontally in half. So it's a top image and a bottom image, and usually on top it'll be that in context logo, and on the bottom it'll just be like just the logo in yeah. color and in black and white next yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's generally how I usually do it. What about you guys? Mikhail, yeah, go for similar it. Similar for me. Yeah. S- similar for me. But I do, and we all work differently and present differently, right? Which is yeah. to- totally the way that it should be. It's mm. client dependent. I run presentations completely different depending on the account. Um, for those, especially the first presentation, and you've got, I just ran one over Skype, and I've got the CEO, the COO, and then the marketing strategist. And I can visually, it's so important to visually see their reaction. I couldn't agree with that, with what Wes had mentioned about that more. Um, but I, if they need to noodle over mm-hmm. them to, together after the presentation, I absolutely will share the PDF and email yeah. it to them. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll definitely summarize the feedback um, and communicate just to ensure of, of, of alignment. But I've done things that are kind of humorous too, like mm-hmm. the logo on a on a generic hot sauce bottle, just to throw some fun into I the job. You were going to say on a hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, no, I love that. Now, That's like kind of throwing a little bit of a uh, it's something surprising, and and if it helps get a reaction. Yeah, and then too, you know, oftentimes if there's a guy that you know a, a part of the panel that is you know he's sort of a hipster, you can kind of read that he's into fashion a little bit. <laughs> Um, I'll throw in a mm-hmm. snapback cap, mm-hmm. and every single time they'll be like, "Oh, forget it. We need to order those." Yeah, Do you I know, know a vendor. <laughs> yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. I, you know, the only it's yeah, sort of a, like friendly manipulation in it's a way, a great idea. isn't it? Well, pick pick applications <laughs> that will be 
uh, applicable to them, which is great, right? So the applications, like if it yeah. is a store, if it's going to be a location or a destination, storefronts and things like that. The the two yeah, the, exactly. the tips I would add is I always before that first concept is a page that summarizes our objective because I want to remind mm-hmm. them of what they're going to see, what we've agreed on. And that way, the expectations of what they see are going to be in line with everything. And they're not questioning like, oh, what's that mean? Or whatever. Like, it just reintroduces what we thought and what we agreed on. I'm not surprised to hear. That's very much the Nick Longo way. I'm not surprised to hear. <laughs> and then, um, I'll verbalize that part yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and I, I just do it because I want a visual. And then, like you said, if you are sub- supplying them with a PDF, I want them to have yeah. that if they're sharing it with the other. Reminder. Then I always yeah. put a rationale line at the bottom of each concept of what what it symbolizes like break the logo apart if it has three elements i show those three elements and say this one's water this one's security this one's mobility or whatever like just breaking it up a little bit um and then obviously applications i think that's key but one thing i love to do at the end is the last page is i call it like the at a glance page and i put all the logos in grayscale so together and i and label them and that way um, it eliminates someone going, well, I, I don't like the green. And it's like, yeah, whatever. Green's not the yep. topic right now. <laughs> yeah. But right. also, Peggy from accounting never likes the green. Peggy. So, yeah, it's like yeah. you <laughs> just want to give it to them. You want to give it to them uh, of equal value, and you do them all the same size, nicely aired out on a page. I love that. That's and, great. And, and That's I'll, great. I'll, even, um, I'll share one of my PDFs. If you know, I, I've shown these to students. I've shown these to anybody I've talked to. Um, with the notes, if 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 she's if uh, Leanne's uh, interested in it or anybody, because I think it's great to, you know, when when I've kind of hung out with the group at Adobe and everything, you see how many people are freaking sharing their content and their their process now. It's so awesome. It's so awesome. So yeah. I would do that, Paul. That's yeah, not this world. big fat dark secret anymore. I was no. getting so tired of that. Not anymore, man. Yeah. Paul, what do you got? Anything you want to add? <laughs> yeah, no, that was all really good. Part of it's like presentation and part of it's like some like technical things. I will say that like a, sort of a Adobe, you, you never want to clutter up their inbox. So if you can have like, yeah. I, ideally, this is what you want. Ideally, you want a link that they could click on and a way for them to comment in there. You want to actually know when they clicked on it and give them deadlines for things. Just so you know, like Adobe, <laughs> Adobe Acrobat... Uh, if you're, you can actually have that reviewable online and I don't know, I might be sneaking things right now, but it has <laughs> this uh, Adobe Acrobat pro DC means document cloud. So imagine this clouds, this documents in the cloud. So essentially you can, you can give them deadlines for things in there and you know, when they viewed it and it does a lot of tracking that you wouldn't normally get, which I think that's like super cool, but I agree. Yeah. So, but I agree with you guys like fully on, on, um, you know, everything you say in terms of presentation. My next question for you I'm guys probably, also. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. I want to know how, and I'm curious as to how many, how many logos, uh, two, two things real fast. One, make sure it's them. It's your client that created the logo. So the more phrases that they threw at you, you turn around and use those exact same phrases to them. 100%. Like, so they have ownership. Mm. So they feel like they created the logo. And two, I think young designers throw a lot of logos mm. at people. And as you get older, you present maybe yeah. a couple, just do one or two, you know, right. and it's going to, you're going right. to feel much more confident. And, it, and that, I will say know. that comes with confidence. Yeah. You know, it, before when I started out and that, that's of course the key for you mentioning younger there for sure. But yeah, yeah I remember thinking, time. oh, 
of course, but you know, this is reminding of the, what's the one designer that presented the one logo? Paul ran. Yeah. With, uh, uh, the next logo for, with Steve yep. Jobs. Yeah. And he said, and he said, take it or yeah. leave it. He's like hundred grand. Take it or leave it. <laughs> wow. That's ball. This is this. <laughs> yeah. But and, yeah, me basically cracked the egg. Any questions? What, like we always, we've been always saying, you know, build a brand system. Don't just present three logos, build three brand systems. And when you're building a whole system now, and if you're doing like what you said, Paul, and you're taking all that data in from them and doing the true discovery, I think two, maybe three are all you really need to capture. And one of them's got to nail it, or if not two, because you've done such so much more focused work into getting those logos down to where they're at. And you're showing them mm -hmm. full scope now. It's not just pick a logo out of 10 and let's move. So you're right. I, I think... Um, I asked my students this the other day, and that all of them said eight, 10, six, 12 concepts. Oh, really? And, and then one just was like two. And I'm like, you're the one. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just, I, yeah. I feel like anytime yeah. you present two designs, be prepared for them to say yes. <laughs> and then they're going to want you yeah. to make a monster design out of the two, right? Doesn't that always happen? Uh, yeah. Frankenstein. Yeah. For sure. Like, let's just mash these <laughs> two sure. together. Like, okay, I guess yeah, we're doing yeah. this again. <laughs> it's all good, though. Good. Yeah, but that's a nice. great question. I, Happens every time. It sparked a good conversation for sure. Yeah. yeah Thanks for sending great. it in, Leanna. And of course, keep sending in the listener questions to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Um, and of course, we love the audio questions. So send in an MP3 of you and your hopefully sexy accent <laughs> right on the show. All right. Cool. Well, I want to thank you so much, Paul, for coming on. Where can people find you online? Where would you like to send people? Uh, Twitter's easy, at Paul Tranny, pretty much everywhere. Uh, on Instagram, it's at P-T-R-A-N-I. Um, yeah, I'll be live streaming next week, so join me. with some. We'll be doing some cool Photoshop stuff. Perfect. And we're, uh, we're all looking forward to seeing you at Adobe Max, and hopefully uh, – We'll be seeing all of you, our listeners, there as well. So uh, thanks, guys, for listening, and keep designing. Catch us next time on the Deeply Graphic Design Cast.